Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Good to see y'all every week. Good Good that you guys join us uh, every week online. It's an honor and it's a privilege and it's extremely humbling to present the word of God. I never present it as if I'm worthy or if I've accomplished all that I even share. But we all press toward the mark. So if you're disappointed in that, I'd rather disappoint you now. That everything I'm sharing, I'm pressing towards too. If I conquered it, I'll let you know, like, hey, I did it, y'all. And I'm telling you, for the most part, we all pressing toward this mark. So I'm not above you just because God gave me revelation on it. Are y'all with me? I know as pastors don't say this, and religious people are like, oh, I'm leaving now. And since he ain't got it together, I'm just going to go ahead and leave. That's your choice. But we all need the grace and the mercy of God. Amen. Isn't that a fact? We're still talking about Thanksgiving. I can't shake it since Thanksgiving. Uh, we just can't seem to get through it because the, 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 the encounter we had last week was so overwhelming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you for what you've done, and we're excited for what you will do. In the name of Jesus. And just be open to God, period. 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 Thank you for coming, whoever you are. Be open to God, period. He might move the same way he did last week. He might not. Incredible outpouring last night. Might be an inpouring this week. Who knows? But if it's him, any way you bless me. (laughs) I thought Liv was here today. Are y'all online or are y'all here? If you're here, make a little bit of noise, please. Any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. We're going to put that on the door. If you're here, you got you to gotta make some noise. If not, you can watch online like everybody else. Be wasting no seats. Don't be wasting no seats in silence. No silent seats. Fan out, yo. All right, so here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. If you had a challenge saying that at all, you need to check your spirit. What will make me not say it? Oh, he's just saying that. That's warfare. Casual thoughts is warfare. Casual thoughts against God's ways is warfare. It's ca- he just said, say, thank you, Jesus. He don't really mean it. That's warfare, y'all. Anything that will stop or hinder or slow you down from doing the things of God, good things, no matter how casual or regular it sounds, it's warfare. That's not a, uh, somebody say thank you, Jesus. Okay, whatever, okay. I already set y'all up, so y'all probably have nothing blocking that time. But the first time, any casual thought, oh, he, he's going to say something after Oh, I know church. They just do this. Whatever that is, that's not a casual thought. That's a blow from the enemy. It's a blow. Because you don't need all of that uh, 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 deliberation when it comes to evil things or ratchet things. or You just get one cue and you in. (laughs) 
You don't even have to hold the nose. You don't hold no. You don't have. You don't even have to know the whole story. But some of your friends, if somebody offend your friend, you dive on the person. Don't talk about my. You just dive on somebody. You don't even need to know the whole story. I don't need the whole explanation. I don't need to know what happened. That's, no, that's just my boy. You just don't do that. But when it comes to God, well, I don't know. I don't, I'll say thank you, Jesus, if He. Nah, thank you, Jesus. You got to challenge yourself. You got to ask yourself, why do I stutter at good things? Because you, y'all could be under severe attack, but because it don't feel like, <laughs> you think you good. Every demonic attack is not Emily Rose. You don't walk down the steps backwards because you're possessed. That's not the only attack of the enemy. I believe the enemy hates when it gets to that point because he's exposed. The enemy don't like being all out in the open. He chill in the cut. I don't want you to know it's me so I can jack you up for the rest of your life. So if I can sound like casual thoughts for the rest of your life and you never say thank you, I win. Make the devil a loser and say thank you, Jesus. He loses every time you do right. He loses every time you praise. He loses every time you worship. He loses. But he wins when we're silent. He wins when we're stressed. He wins when we're depressed. He wins when we feel lonely. But the devil is a liar today. No weapon, even casual thoughts. No weapon, even regular thoughts. No weapon formed against us. If praise benefits me, why won't I do it? Enemy trying to keep me from being blessed. Hallelujah. I said praise benefits you. Hallelujah. Praise benefits you. Hallelujah. Praise benefits you. Hallelujah. Anything that stops you from praising is an attack to keep you from the benefits of it. Because once you taste and see that praise is good, you'll never not do it. So challenge yourself with good things. Good. I told y'all a couple of weeks ago how it was a struggle for me to drink water. That was right on my nightstand. Remember that? So I had to ask myself, why is it such a struggle? And my thoughts were casual. I don't feel like going to the bathroom in a couple of an hour. It's 3 in the morning. I don't want to get up at 4.30 to go to the restroom, so I'm not going to drink water. It's a regular casual thought, and it made sense to me. It was logical. But I missed the benefit of obedience and just the regular, regular natural benefits of drinking water. So I would lose twice. By talking sense into myself. Though God is an intellectual God, you will miss it leading with intellect. You got to lead your relationship with God with faith. With the things that don't make sense and then add your intellect. You understand what I'm saying? The Bible says add to your faith knowledge. Don't build faith on your knowledge. Plant in faith and build everything on 
I feel the Holy Ghost early. I believe first. Don't ask me why, I just do. I ain't got to tell you why I believe it, I just do. Jesus was born of a virgin Mary. I just, I wasn't there, I didn't get the text, I didn't see the, 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 the it didn't go viral. But I just believe. Don't ask me why, let's add that, let's add to my faith. You got to have something unmovable in your life because there are going to be so many other ideologies and ideas and suggestions. And you know the Bible was written by, and you know King James was, I don't care. Oh, my Lord. You know King James was really, I didn't want to know about King James. I don't want y'all to know everything about me. It's not about, it's not about that. We all dealing with stuff. But if God has to use a perfect person, nobody will be used. So you better learn to receive God out of imperfection. Because people got to receive God out of you. It got quiet to my left. So that's why I'm over here with y'all. You expect people to receive a God-like mentality out of you? You need to learn how to receive it out of imperfect people too. Chew the meat. Spit out the bones. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right. We talk about that. <laughs> they don't like this. How you going to tell me? You ain't even perfect. How you going to tell me? Because I'm anointed. Because I'm called to do this. You got people working at Chick-fil-A that never made a, a, pad, a chicken patty in their life. You got people working at <laughs> Burger King that never made a hamburger in their life. You ask the waiter every time you go there, what's the best thing on the cheesecake factory? Well, I like that. You don't, you don't, you just, you don't even know him. But you take his word for it. I, I got to go. So the Chipotle chicken pasta is good. It's the best thing on the menu. I'll have that. Chicken Marcella, I'll take that. You just take the word of somebody you don't even know. But you judge. Y'all got to, man, y'all better... You feel me? I'll have that. You don't have a clue what it tastes like, nor do you know the person that suggested it to you. But you're going to try it and pay for it. I'm in a good mood today. Y'all in trouble. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm glad. I'm full of joy. I got Jesus on the inside. What? I just realized that we, we serve the Lord, but we left out the with gladness. I just realized that. We don't serve the Lord with. Look at your neighbor and say, ha! That's it. Okay, here we go. First scripture. <laughs> oh, well. First scripture is the scripture I've been starting with. The first scripture is the scripture I've been starting with the last four weeks. But I just want to accentuate the outline. Live in peace and always be thankful. What should I do next? First, live in peace, always be thankful. Don't look for drama. Don't run the gossip. Ooh, you, you understand what I'm saying? You, ain't have to, you don't have to engage yourself in everything that goes viral. 
Viral sounds like virus to me. Unless it's my song. But here we go. I'm moving quickly. Everybody say, I will live in peace. And I will always be thankful. If you're sitting next to somebody you know, say, we're going to live in peace. And we're going to always be thankful. We should. We should. We should. And why not? Who doesn't want peace? <laughs> okay, let me not go into that. Next one. Let me just keep moving. Here are other life laws to live by. Live in peace. Always be thankful. Rejoice evermore. Repeat, re, repeat. repeat after me. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. These are three goals that every believer should make normal in their life. This, is what, this, this should be casual to the kingdom. All right? Rejoice evermore. We're always rejoicing. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. I believe Paul wrote, he said, and be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. Right? Singing and speaking to each other in songs, spiritual songs, always giving thanks. So a way that you know that you're filled with the spirit, first of all, singing songs and praise is a result. If I'm filled with the spirit, it's impossible for me not to praise. I know we think being full of the spirit is just speaking in tongues. Well, I, I get that. That's not, that's, not, that's not the only, that's not the perpetual abiding residence of the Holy Spirit. Proof that the Spirit resides in you, you can't stop praising him. Rejoice evermore. You know what God was telling me on the way here, y'all? And I'm not trying to go against y'all. Uh, you know uh, how, we, how I said we replaced praise with, we replaced literal giving God glory. No, I got to tell you something. God's been so good to me. I got a raise on my job. We say, I got a praise report, right? I got a praise report. So my boss, da, 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 instead of, I want to give God thanks, girl. You, you see the difference? Okay, okay, cool. And then our response doesn't give God praise either. Well, girl, congrats. Congratulations has replaced praise. That's what he told me on the way here. But I said, he's, I'm like, I can't say that to them. That's such a, nobody means no harm. That's like the correct, most nice response. Girl, congratulations. I just flipped through the Bible and I couldn't find the word. Congratulations was never a response to what God has done in the Bible. But it's a way to cancel him out and still say, I support you. Just food for thought. If it don't apply to you, don't apply to you. But I like conversations. Let me tell you what God did, bro. He put it, and I got it. Whoa, praise God. He did that? Thank you, Jesus, man. I know you're happy. I like seven people clapping because it's like everybody else like, congrats. What happened to praise God? They don't got, they don't got them banners at Party City. They got congratulations. They don't got praise God. Can somebody make a praise God banner for me, please? I'm going to use it for every celebration. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Just everything. Just every, just. <laughs> 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 
Practice praise instead of cultural responses. Congratulations. No, praise God, because I'm, I'm full of the spirit. I have the spirit of God on the inside. I see everything as God doing. Everything that happens is a God doing something to me. Amen? Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. That means always be open. That's not. It's always being aware that Emmanuel, God is with us. It's always being open. Lord, okay, Lord, okay, all right, all right, all right. It's always being aware that God is with you. It's the acknowledgement of him. So if somebody suggests something to you, it's automatically, God, what you think? Because I'm not alone. Pray without ceasing is the continual awareness that I'm not alone. And I actually answer to somebody. If I'm walking with my wife and somebody come up, hey, girl, what you doing tonight? I need you to come with me. We're going to, she's going to be like, babe. She's going to acknowledge. That's like praying always. I'm not just going to say, girl, I'm coming. I got somebody to acknowledge. Praying always is, con- is the continual awareness that I got somebody to acknowledge before I make a decision. In all thy ways. That's praying always. Praying always. If something happens, you get offended. Yo, I, I talked to my wife like, babe, can you believe that? Talk to, talk to. That's, Lord, that hurt me. What should I do? That, that. If you're by yourself, I have a wife. So thank God I got a spouse. Not that you don't have friends or nothing. But if you're by yourself, you still got somebody. To acknowledge and report to, in a sense. In everything, here we go, let's go. Give thanks, for this is the will of God for all those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ, this is the will of God, to give thanks in everything. Number one, I want to say again that thanksgiving is a command of Scripture. All right? In everything, give thanks. It's not a suggestion. It's a command in scripture. So if you are not continually giving God thanks, you are not obeying the scriptures. It got tight that soon. I should have saved that for later. But it's not about feelings. It's about your conduct. It's about my behavior. Whether I feel like thanking him or not is, is, is an unnecessary second. The command of scripture is in all things, give thanks. When a happening happens, whether it pleases you or displeases you, my command from God, my, the will of God for me when a happening happens is to thank him first. I just got fired. What's God's will for me? Well, first, that was for you. You can leave if you want. That's you. I'm just playing. Glad you're here. If a happening happens, a relative passes, or something, I don't, the, what's, my, what's God's will? What would he have me to do right now? The first thing is in everything. It's a command of scripture that's not based on your feelings. Say, if I don't give thanks, I'm not obeying the word. I know it's going to get quieter and quieter maybe, but I'm going to just do what he says. <laughs> it's the will of God for us. A person could be in the right calling, doing the right job, and doing everything God asks of them except giving thanks and be out of his will. His will is not for us to sing, Tim. Only. It's a gift. 
and there's a purpose in it, but his will is not for us to sing and preach. His will is not for you to be the boss. His will is for you to give thanks in singing. Be the boss and give thanks in your entity. The will of God, I don't want us to keep doing the things of God and not obeying the most important thing to him. Amen? All right, I'm teaching today, y'all. I'm glad we shouted last week. Even before we pray, I'm reminded of Jesus. Good God Almighty, I love him. I love you, Jesus. I love you so much. I love you so much. 5,000 men, not including women and children. All the men, raise your hand in here. Men, men. Okay, cool. Women and children, raise your hand. Okay, okay, so, okay, thank you, thank you. Generally, there are more women and children than men. So there were 5,000 men there. That's like 15,000, really. All right, never mind. Let me not exaggerate the scripture. 5,000 men were there. They all were hungry. We all know the story. They brought Jesus two fish and five loaves. He's like, what am I going to do with these two fish nuggets and five rolls? These five Hawaiian rolls. Because you got to remember, y'all, it was a boy's lunch. Essentially, they bought Jesus a lunchbox and said, feed all of us with this. Jesus looks at it. He didn't panic. He didn't get anxiety. He said, you know what? Father, I, the Bible says he gave thanks. And when you give thanks in the midst of what you think is a shortage, he'll make the shortage more than enough. If you want to go from less than to more than, say thank you. I'm going to scream all day, so get used to it. I said, if you want to go from not enough to more than enough, give them thanks right now. He didn't pray. He gave thanks. And the thanksgiving multiplied what he had. The thanksgiving didn't bring anything new, but it multiplied what he already had. Can some of y'all testify, I might not have nothing new, but I'll never run out of what I got. Say yeah. Say yeah. All right, I don't know what year it is. I just say, say yeah. All right. I might not get nothing new, but I'm not going to run out of what I got. Woo, I'll never run out of joy. I'll never run out of peace. Matter of fact, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging bread. Don't start with me this week. I'm going to finish this sermon. I said, nor his seed begging bread. So your house will always have food. Whether it's Cheesecake Factory or Cake Cheese Factory. I'm going to have something in my house. Somebody scream, thank you, Jesus. The Cake Cheese Factory. I said, the Cake Cheese Factory. Might go there today. Now. And I don't even know if it exists. Somebody Google the Cake Cheese Factory for me. Let me know if it's out there. Somewhere. Jesus didn't panic when he didn't have enough to pay bills. I mean, when he didn't have enough. Panic is not in the equation of a kingdom believer. It's not in the equation. He gave thanks. Lazarus. His homie. Y'all got a little time today? All right, because I, I, I want to walk. 
Lazarus, Jesus' boy. This is not just a casual person. This is his homie. His friend, he loved Lazarus. Probably more than some of the disciples that was with him. He died! You got the text. Yo, your boy's sick. You might want to come see him. He's about to die. Put the phone in his pocket. I'll, get, I'll holler at him later. He always sick. Sick Simon. Simon always sick. <laughs> Jesus takes his time coming to Lazarus. Lazarus dies. He gets there four days late. Like, what up? Where you at? What? What do you mean? Where you at? If you was here, my brother wouldn't have died. Right? So Jesus says, show me where you laid him. There's so much in this I'm not going to go to. They took him to there. They rolled away the stone. Jesus didn't pray. Y'all need to read the scriptures once or twice before the year's out. Jesus didn't pray. He said, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you that you always hear me. I'm just saying this for the sake of those that's listening. That's what he said. And he didn't pray. He said, he commanded. Lazarus, come forth. Because Thanksgiving puts you in a place of authority. Well, you can call those things that be not as though they were. You're not a soldier for Christ unless you walk in thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving gives you the authority even over dead things. If something is dead in your life, don't cry over it another day. Say, God, I thank you that you got all power and that you're able. That you're able. He gave God thanks. And that put him in a position of authority. Then you can just say, come forth. And it did. Before you pray, give thanks. That's all I'm saying. Here's a psychological fact that I heard online this week. Psychological fact. When you give God thanks before your supplication, Supplication is ask. Before you ask God of anything, when you give him thanks first, I'm not talking about spiritually, psychologically what happens in the body. Oh, I love this. When you give God thanks before you ask, it increases your faith for what you're about to ask. <laughs> but if you just come to him asking, 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 you have low faith in his ability to do it. Just psychologically. But if you say, God, I thank you, because I remember when you did, and, I, and, and my child was sick, and you made a way, and I lost my job before, but you made a way, and last week I didn't feel well, but you brought me out, and you like, ooh, and God, I just, ooh, and you, you might not have time to ask. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus, I said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, by the time you start going down that list, you might be so full, you ain't got, I'll ask you later, I just got to praise you now. You next time, but this time I just gotta give you the glory. Somebody scream, Thank you, Jesus! Thank Him first, it'll increase your faith what you're about to ask Him for. It'll remind yourself, Oh, He's all powerful. It'll remind yourself, Oh, this is the same God that did it. 
It'll remind yourself, I gave up before, but he renewed me. He restored me. You need to go down the list to increase your faith before you ask. Give thanks in all things. Give thanks first. The scripture said we're going to go through it again. Let me try to move this quickly. And excuse me, I left my belt home rushing out. So you might see me pulling up my britches as to not offend the believers in the body. <laughs> Though I've seen way worse online. We ain't going to talk about that. Amen. So the next scripture says. And walk in love as Christ has loved us and gave himself for an offering. So before I ask you anything, God is saying, I'm going to remind you of what I've done. Christ gave himself for you. So the thing I'm about to ask, it might seem hard, but it ain't harder than that. You, you, you feel me? You see how you set it up? Christ gave himself up as an offering. He died. So if I tell you to stop fornicating or stop, that ain't nothing compared to death. It's a death to a lust. But it's not a death to a soul. It's not a death to you as a person. You understand what I'm saying? Unless you are that person. Anything God asks you to surrender, if it's so challenging you can't do it, you become one with that thing. I don't, not I don't mind, I'm not the judge. We all have weaknesses. We all have sins. All right? We all have it. But to know that you're separate from it I'd rather you know you're separate from it and choose it. Uh, okay, okay. Please hear me, y'all. I'm not encouraging anybody to send. <laughs> I don't want you to send a text, a DM, or sin in your soul. Listen, my point is, I would rather you know, but choose it instead of this is me. I just. Because once you become one with it, it'll be hard. You will be offended when I name certain sins. Why would you be offended if I say, lying is a sin. Anybody uncomfortable has become one. Not that you lie. We know we got lying in us. It's in the flesh package. But the fact that you get offended means you have married the sin. Come with me, Liv, please. Check yourself. The Bible, not me. Everybody's flesh enjoys fornication. The Bible says no fornication. You got to be like, oh, you got to hate what I hate that I keep doing it. But I keep doing it. Why don't we hate it? Are you understanding what I'm saying? At least hate. I keep lying. I hate that. David was the hater of his own sins that he perpetuated. Though he perpetuated it, he really hated it. Which made him a man after God's own heart. It's not the performance, it's the posture. You can put, not you can. People put, we perform sin. God doesn't look at the performance. He looks at your posture. Are you one with sex? Or are you one with me that's slipping sex? It's going to get tight and I don't even care. I'm free. I told you I'm in a good mood. So exit one, two, three, it's four exits here. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm not coming at you. And if you feel that I am, there's something you married. Yeah. 
Unclean is covetousness. Let it not, not be one. Foolish talking, jestiness, jokes, and all that stuff. I'm checking myself on jokes. Because I'm like, what are jokes? Y'all want to go deep? How deep y'all want to go? Because Let me get my phone because my wife might be texting me. Be quiet. Be quiet. Let me see what she's saying because she's usually the gauge of how far I go. Because I'm ready to go. I said, I'm ready to go. So what are, what, are, what are jokes? I love having fun and joking, but I'm coming to a place where I believe it's more idle words than fun. I don't, I don't know what else it could be. I don't really mean it. But most of the ways this culture conveys evil Perversion and darkness is through comedy. They don't want me today. Let me. They'll make a joke. They say stories are not even real. And then I saw my uncle, and, he, and my aunt. I don't even want to say none of the jokes. But the way they convey perversion and put it on your mind is through a joke, and you laugh like. <laughs> But you see it going down in your spirit? <laughs> that was crazy. But it's there. So I'm not saying I don't listen to jokes. I'm just, I'm just knowing that that's foolish talking and jesting, which are not necessary. But if I choose to be in, in, amused by it for a season or a second, I realize it's my choice, but it's not necessary, and it's actually not the best. The Bible put it in a list of sins. I'm the most joking. Y'all know? He put it in a list of sins. So I got to be careful. I don't have to always, okay, Tim, I see you on it. I ain't got to do that. Yo, bro, I saw you, man. Congrats. Congratulations. Praise the Lord. Okay, it's quiet on that one. So what y'all think about acting then? Let's go in. It was my life's goal. <laughs> to be an actor. <laughs> In acting school, they teach you how to channel different e spi emo spirit, emo spirit emotions. They said Shirley Temple was the most valuable little girl in acting back then because she could cry on the spot. Shirley Temple was a little child actress that was very famous back in the day. Y'all like, that drink is an actor? No, that's the, not the drink, Shirley Temple. I'm talking about the real actress, okay? Are we good? <laughs> like, I knew I was in the wrong church. We're supposed to be at Shirley's Temple. This is a live. Okay, I'm back. So they said, okay, for this scene, we need her to cry. They would sit her in a corner with her handler, mother. She would go in a corner with her handler, her mother, meditate for like a minute and a half, and she'll come out and cry on spot. 
And she was, she was celebrated for being able to channel them demons, I mean emotions. They'll celebrate demon channelers. Channelers. Hey, come on, y'all. Chill, 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 chill. What, 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 what is acting then? What is acting? The more you, em, the more you embody another personality, the more you're celebrated in that field. The more you're not like yourself, you totally embody another spirit person, char character. You're celebrated. Most actors got to get therapy after they do their movies. Michael B. Jordan, who we all love, after the Black Panther said, yo, I had to come out of that dark place. That's demonic! And you get an Oscar, the more... To so all actors out there, if you're here, I know where I'm at. I'm in Disneyland. I got it. I'm not judging you. I'm saying consider that. Or when you talk about your character on, on whatever show, you're on Oprah. Oh, yeah, 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 the Black Panther. He's a, he's a, he's, that's you, right? Or what other character, whatever character it is. Like, I play Samantha. Samantha, she's a girl who's, that's like, ain't that you? I thought, you become so one with it that you don't know that you're not it. All right, I should have did a seminar on that. But all of these foolish things we engage ourselves with, and we don't even realize we're functioning in the spirit that God doesn't want us to. So don't do none of that foolish stuff, but rather give thanks. In other words, the, the opposite of that to God is giving thanks. Isn't that crazy? So don't do all these sins, but your thanksgiving will cover all of that to me. If you give me thanks, that's all covered to me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So somebody right now say, thank you, Jesus. Y'all ready for some more? Y'all ready to leave? Because I don't know how far y'all can go. I don't know how far y'all can go. Go to the next scripture. I'm going to walk through it. We're just talking today. The less you give God thanks, the more vain we become. Because they knew God. When they knew God, they didn't glorify him, nor did they give him thanks. They became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. We say the scripture a lot. But I want you to know that thanksgiving keeps you out of darkness. Thanksgiving keeps you out of vanity and thinking about yourself all the time and thinking you're the focus of every circle. And when you don't give God thanks, because you know him. I know it's quiet. It's okay. I love it. You know God, but you're not glorifying him. Praise report, congrats. That's not God giving God glory. Giving God glory is God did this. Praise the Lord. We don't glorify him and we're not thankful. We become vain. And foolish and dark in our hearts. One more time, somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Next scripture, I'm going to just keep walking. The Bible considers it, he puts it in the same category of being unholy. Look at this. In the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of themselves, covetousness, boasters, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Unthankful is right before unholy and right between disobedient to parents because not obeying your parents is a sign of being unthankful. When you don't obey, you're, 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 you lack gratitude. You're not considering all the Lord has done for you when you're not obedient. 
That's why he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Consider that he's merciful first. Has God given anybody mercy in here today? All the imperfect people should be making a whole lot of noise right now. Has God shown anybody mercy in the building? Because of his mercy, present your bodies a living sacrifice. That's my gratitude. That's my expression of gratitude. When I'm disobedient, it shows that I'm ungrateful. And it's unholy. And the Bible says turn away from people who are unthankful. If you go this whole week and your friends don't say thank you, just challenge them. You, you save, right? You save? I mean, here's where we stopped last week, and I want to keep moving because I can shout off every slide. Children of Israel is coming out of Egypt. Let's talk about that. You were bound in a dysfunctional relationship. You're coming out of it now. You're coming out of bondage. Next scripture, thank you so much. And they started to complain because of the way. And they began to speak against God who brought them out. And because lack of thanksgiving breeds vanity. I'll speak against God. How you going to do this to me, God? How could this happen to me? That's lack of gratitude and thanksgiving. You don't live a life full of thanks and have that posture at the same time. It's all right. Why have you brought us out of Egypt? To die in the wilderness? Ain't no bread here. There's no water. And our soul loathed this light bread. Loath is like beyond, I hate it. It's like almost beyond hate to me. I loathe it. It makes me sick. You brought us out of Egypt to die here? We ain't got no bread. We have bread in Egypt. We ain't got no water. We have water in Egypt. We ain't got no lamb. We had lamb and steak in Egypt. All we got is this light bread. Do you know what the light bread was, y'all? Food that fell from heaven. Oh, oh. Manna is what they called it. Manna means what is this? He fed them angels food, somebody said. Come on with me, y'all. Yeah, so just because you got to change your diet don't mean God ain't good. Just because you got to change your appetite and your cravings don't mean he's less good. No, you got to change for the better. I would rather partake in what the enemy served me than what God is providing for me. I want to go back to Satan's provision. Because I hate God's. I would rather go back to God's way. I mean, the, the enemy's way. We got to be in bed by six. They, we, we whip us on the back. We work for them all day. They hate us. They punch us. I'd rather go back to that way than God's way. I'd rather be punished than have patience. They, be, they complain because of the way. There's no bread here. And, uh, and so it says, uh, and the Lord sent. God's response to complaining was fiery serpents. Whoa, 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 whoa. Plague of flies. 
didn't touch your house. The plague of frogs didn't touch your house. The plague of locusts didn't touch your house. The blood didn't touch your house. Death angel didn't touch your house. Uh, 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 Red Sea didn't drown you. You going to tell me? Y'all quiet. I hear thank you, Jesus, in the building. These are wise people. You're wise. You're wise. Are you kidding me? You going to tell me what you don't like after I've done miracles for you? Fiery serpents bit all of them and they died. This is called, uh, what is it called? Exemplary judgment. It's an example of God's verdict on a thing. Ananias and Sapphira, they lied about their offerings. They dropped dead in church. That's an exemplary, exemplary judgment. That's an example of how God feels about a certain thing. Even though he doesn't do it all the time, everybody don't drop dead when they lie in church, obviously. <laughs> God is good. I've been praying all week, and, and God's been blessing me. Like, people lie in church all the time, but they don't drop dead, but it doesn't change God's verdict on it, though his judgment varies. <laughs> they complain because of the way. God sent fiery serpents to them. It must hold the same weight as sin to God. Because it didn't say nobody fornicated, killed nobody, but the complaining. I, I want y'all to hear this. Because the opposite of giving thanks is complaining. You are wasting God's praise thinking about yourself. I'm going in the day, man. So God sees complaining in the same level as sin, obviously. You ain't grateful after all that? Fiery serpents. <laughs> Fiery serpents. <laughs> Here, the, the, the term murmur, I'm almost done, y'all. I'm trying to get this done because next week is Christmas week, so I kind of want to do a Christmas thing. But if I don't... <laughs> to murmur here in the Greek, here we go, means to complain about one's lot in life. Why am I so short? Why is my hair so thin? Why am I not as tall? Why am I not as dark? Why am I not as light? It's a perpetual discuss about yourself and when you complain about yourself you're complaining about God's workmanship you have no right to judge my creation and how I made you so it's a direct blow against God when you perpetually dislike something about yourself you made me wrong God made a mistake. I was born a male. But he must have made me wrong. I was born a female, but you can't judge God's workmanship. He know what he did when he made you how he made you. Just because other cravings enter in don't change the creation. Cravings don't change creation. You were created a certain way with different cravings, but you're still created how he made you. You can change your craving, but you can't change how you created. Y'all want some more or am I done? All right, so y'all said more. All right, so listen. People in the back like, shut up in the front. I'm ready to go. 
Next week, we sitting up front, babe. <laughs> God, sit fiery service. I'm almost done. So they cried to Moses, Moses, we sorry. Tell God we sorry. He said, Moses, we have sinned. Tell God we're sorry. They literally said we have sinned. So they knew what they were doing. Look at your neighbor and say, you already know. You're going to complain about the food, but your real issue is the way. Watch out when people complain about stuff that don't ain't even a point. It's hot in here. Ooh, what's wrong with you? The word getting to you? Be careful, people that complain about miscellaneous stuff like you. Are you serious? That ain't the real point. It's something deeper. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? How you talking about the food, but you really hate the way? Well, since I can't talk about the way, because fire and a cloud is leading us, I can't talk about the way, because it's obvious that's God. So I ain't going to talk about God, but Moses, please, what's this food? You got a God issue, not a food issue. Most people who complain in your life got a God issue. I need, never mind, I don't need it. I'm good. I hear you, babe. I hear you home. I hear you, I hear you praising God with me. So, she said, you preaching, husband. You got it. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, I got to go. Let me finish this. So, everybody standing. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 No, let me get y'all out of here, really. Let me, let me just, let me breeze through this. Let me breeze through this. Let me breeze. Let me breeze. I'm going to give y'all a lot in like 10 minutes. So, can y'all take it? Because I don't want to go to another week, all right? Well, unless I have to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. God heard Moses. Moses said, the people said they saw it, God. He said, all right. Make a serpent out of brass and put it on a stick. And whoever looks at it will live. I know, baby. I'm almost done. <laughs> oh. Get her. She want a mint, peppermint? I always give them sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Serpents are killing the complainers. The only thing I had to do to be saved from death is not complain. In this story. He said, put a serpent on a stick. Whoever looks at it shall live. The last thing anybody wanted to see was another serpent, I'm sure. <laughs> but the way Moses had to make it, I want to talk about this, because the serpent on the stick represents Jesus on the cross. We see the cross even in the Old Testament. Because I, if I be lifted up, Make a serpent and put it on the cross. I mean, put it on a stick and hold it up. And whoever looks shall live. This is a picture of Christ on the cross. I know you ain't calling my Jesus no serpent. Jesus ain't no snake. You ain't calling my Savior a snake. He's a Savior, not a snake. But he who knew no sin became a snake. I mean sin. Because of us, he became a snake. So whoever looks at it shall live. And look how you got it. Back in the day, you had to beat the brass. Good God, put fire under it and beat. You had to 
beat it, beat it until it looked like the thing that was killing the people. They had to beat Jesus. I mean the brass. They had to beat the brass, beat Jesus until he, I mean the snake looked like the thing that was killing the people. They held it up and the remedy to complaining is the cross. Oh, amen. The way you get out of complaining is looking at the cross. Look at your mess on him. Look at your stuff on him. Look at him willingly. To, I'll take BJ stuff. I'll take Tim stuff. I'll take Chris stuff. I'll take Brandon stuff. I'll take Ty stuff. I'll, I'll take it. Look at him with your stuff on him. And tell me how much room after that you got to complain. I love y'all. Y'all really saved, for real. Yep, yep. Give them praise right there for taking your stuff. How can I complain after the cross? How can I be ungrateful? I'm in between jobs now, and I'm homeless. The son of man had nowhere to lay his head. You in good company. Our sins... He bore them. He, he willingly took them. And the same guy who did that for us, we're complaining to. Because we don't have what we want. Who are we? Oh, I know who we are. We're his. We belong to him. So whatever state we're in, be content. Who do you think you are to have room to complain? post-cross. Yeah, it's humbling. I want us to chew on that. I want us to chew on that. If complaining gets us into trouble, thanksgiving is the way out. <laughs> Let me let y'all go. So much in this, but I'm going to just keep, I'm going to go. Next scripture, please. Hold on, don't do it. Don't, 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 don't. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Thank you. Thank you. You did, you did so good. Check this out, y'all. I'm sitting with y'all in my closing. Jonah ran from God literally. So now he gets kicked off the boat. If you don't know the story, read it. It's in Jonah. <laughs> God told him to do something. I don't want to do that. He complained about the way, too. He ain't like the way. They don't deserve that. Nineveh don't love you. I ain't telling them about you. I he made his own judgment of God's assignment in his life. You are not to assess God's assignment on your life. You are to obey. So he literally paid to go the opposite direction. And anytime you go the opposite direction of God's way, you're paying. That's why people say after 5, 10, 15 years with a sorry joker, or a crazy girl, or whatever y'all describe them as, they're God's children, but whatever. I wasted so much time. I spent so much just to go the opposite of his way. Don't waste another emotion. Don't waste another care spending it to the opposite of his way. Jonah did this. He paid a fare to go the opposite way. Then there was a storm on the boat he was on, and everybody on the boat was like, hey, oh, oh, oh. we ain't godly, but we superstitious. 
We ain't godly, but we definitely superstitious. Who causing this problem on this boat? <laughs> Jonah, it's me. What are we going to do? I'll, I'll jump. <laughs> they was like, bet. <laughs> Good choice. We're going to say the same thing. Kick them off the boat. And you got to learn to kick people off your boat. That's causing storms in your life. I know how to cause storms in my own life. I don't need you bringing turbulence. Y'all not with me today. And I don't care how much you paid. I don't care how much time we spent. I don't care that you was there for me and you was my day oneer. I don't care what you invested to be on my boat. If you are causing a tsunami, you got to get to step in. That way. Somebody say that way. Okay, which way y'all pointing? This, I, I said this way. Y'all, never mind, never mind. <laughs> you can't make my boat sink. I got my life to this level. I don't need you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I done prayed too much for you to come on here and just party on my boat. Uh, I, I done did too much to get my mind to a stable place. I invested too much to get my heart regulated. I did too much to make sure my circle is pure. I don't need nobody coming on, shaking up my ship. You got to go. I'm closing, but I'm not done. Jonah gets kicked off the boat. The Bible says. The Bible says, and God prepared a great fish. And it swallowed him up. Can you imagine a big whale, a big fish just. <laughs> it probably sa it saved him because he would have drowned in the water. Well, at least there was stomach space in the belly of a whale. Here Jonah is in the belly of the whale. Belly represents the seat of emotions. <laughs> I'm not only in a situation, but I'm in my feelings because I'm in it. You understand what I'm saying? It's the, it's the seat of the emotions. If you find yourself emotional, you can't sell yourself, you're in the belly of something. You can't sort your thoughts, you just feel this, you feel hurt, you feel... You're in the belly, y'all. You're in your feelings. Tell your neighbor, get out your feelings. The devil swims in your feelings. Woo! I need y'all to hear me before I leave this church. I know I've been up here a little while, but just get this last part. The enemy swims in the waters of emotion. It's not good to be emotional. It's great to be spiritual. It's not good to be emotional because anger and sadness and offense is not the only things in the water. The enemy has many thoughts and suggestions in there. Chilling. Next scripture, I'm done. Thank y'all for staying and listening. Here is Jonah in the belly of the whale. On the third day, he's like, oh, let me shift this. He starts to pray to God. The Bible says, he says, but I will sacrifice unto thee. 
with the voice of thanksgiving. It's definitely a sacrifice to give them thanks if you're in the belly of a pandemic, of a whale. <laughs> it's definitely a sacrifice to give them thanks when you're in the belly of a broken relationship, of a whale. It's a big sacrifice to give them thanks when you're in the belly of being laid off, I mean, of the whale. Some of us are in the belly of a divorce. In the belly of an offense. You're just in your feelings. But I will sacrifice my feelings and give you even if it's a sacrifice for you today, muster up a thank you, Jesus. Can I hear y'all? If you're in your feelings, get out of it by giving them thanks. Say, thank you, Jesus. I know it's a sacrifice. I know you've been through stuff. I know people hurt you. I know people disappointed you. I know it feels like God abandoned you, but give him the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Everybody standing. I'll give you thanks. Salvation is of the Lord. He's praising God. And he's not out of his problem. He's giving him thanks. But he's still in his feelings. You don't have to wait for your feelings to change. To be obedient to the word and give him thanks. After Chris, he did that. And the Lord spoke to the problem. When I give him thanks, even in my issue, God speaks to the issue. When I give him thanks in my storm, he speaks to the storm. When I give him thanks in the belly of a fish, he spoke to the fish and the problem pushed me out. Tell your neighbor, this problem is about to push me out. Because I'm about to thank him all day, all night, all afternoon. This ish, this pandemic is about to spit me out. I will not be here much longer. I will offer thanksgiving unto the Lord. Spit him out on completely different grounds than what he was in. Surrounded by water and wet everywhere. Now his foundation is different. Because he chose, even in his feelings, to give God thanks. Whether it's easy or whether it's a sacrifice. Thank him! Do it in between stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What you doing? Okay, cool. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Or just have it in your heart. Thank you. That's being thankful. Just thank you in my heart. Thank you. And test your surroundings. Say thank you in the midst of people you hang with. Because I need all my homies to be on this. I need all my girls. This is what I'm on right now. So don't, are y'all hearing me? Come on, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Test it. I know y'all want to do this more because of the word. But test your influence. Your immediate influence on your family and friends. You ain't got to be like, come on, let's thank them. But just, where we going? Okay, cool. All right, you buckle like, thank you, Jesus. And see if they be like, or if they be like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, 
Just test it. Because I need everybody around me to be on this. Because I'm living a life of thankfulness. I'm living a life of gratitude. I'm not going to muzzle or mute myself because you're uncomfortable. I'm not going to not say it out loud because it might rub you the wrong way. Why is it rubbing you the wrong way? Aren't we both believers? Don't we both love him? Don't we both owe him thanks? Everybody, all up and down the road, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. will literally spit you out. Complaining will get you in trouble. Thanksgiving will keep you out. Watch your mouth. Watch your heart. Watch your mind. Give thanks. Complaining and murmuring is in the same category as sin. They kept complaining after this, y'all, and I promise I'm done. They kept complaining after this, and the earth literally opened and swallowed them up. God, I can't take no help. Where's Uncle Chris? <laughs> I said your name. I didn't have another name at the time. Where's Uncle? Where's Auntie? God couldn't take it no more. Same effectiveness as a sin, as murder. is it's not that bad. You just you just don't like it. You just irked. You just no uh irked is no longer acceptable. Irritated is no longer acceptable. Because I'm called to live in peace and rejoice evermore. So I'm looking for the peace route. So Father we thank you for your word. You are good, good. You are good. I want to speak to those as we leave. It's 127, guys. I will be done at 130 if you just give me three minutes of no walking. I want to speak to those who are easily irritated. And I want to challenge you to be full of the Spirit. Irritation is your choice. It's not the inevitable. Understand, anytime you're irritated or offended, you are choosing that outside of peace. Outside of joy. Joy is an option and love all on this side, but you can't believe what happened to you. So offense and irritation is your focus. I can't ask God to do more for you. Anybody who's easily irritated, I, I can't ask God to do more so you won't be irritated. He already brought you out the Red Sea. You made it through the biggest problems in your life already. Complainers generally have already made it out of their biggest crisis. So I challenge you to just shift your focus. Holy Spirit, help me. That's your prayer, y'all. I can only give y'all a prayer. Because the other thing exists on the right side, but we're focusing on the left. I can't stand when people offend me. I can't stand when people knowingly do things that they know displease me, even though I'm not God. It's like, why would you do that to me? That's how I feel. 
but that's not the only option on my mind plate. I could be like, cool, cool, Lord, peace, okay, cool. You know, you know what I'll, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you one thing I've adopted, because I told you at 1.30 I'm out. With certain people, I'll just be like, you know what, dogs bark. I'm expecting this dog to meow. <laughs> there are certain people you got in the wrong place in your life, which is why they could perpetually irk you or irritate you or offend you. Your expectations of them is that of a lion, but they're a poodle. Or you might expect a poodle, but they're a lion. I'm not downplaying nobody. I'm saying they might not be who you want them to be. So irritation could be a prideful posture that you're taking because you're not what I expected you to be. So I just change it like, okay, that's a fish. They're never going to bark. They're a fish. Cool. Let me get them little fish crackers or whatever they get. And let me look for a lion because that's what I want in my life. Stop trying to make poodles lions. Stop trying to make goat sheep. When people have proven over the years who they are, it's okay. Pet the, pet the poodle. Search for a lion. Father, show me me. Show me those around me. So everybody can have a fair shot at my love for them. I don't want to see nobody the wrong way because that makes me. But if I see you as you are, I can love you where you are. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. You are. Anything else I'm missing? We good? Let's go home. Lord, I pray salvation for everyone that has heard the word. I pray that we repent and turn from our sins. What we know is a sin. May we turn from it and change our thinking concerning May we accept you as Lord and Savior of our lives. Not just Savior, but Lord, the leader. Everybody say, Jesus Christ, you are Lord over my life. Thank you for dying for my sins. Come on, you believe you got sins, right? Say it again. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins and rising again give you my life from this day until my last breath. In Jesus' name, clap your hands and say amen. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for being here. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Thank you for giving. Thank you for worshiping. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for staying. Thank you for waiting to walk. Let me pray. Lord, we pray and ask that everyone here receives elevation. <laughs> Let today be a graduation ceremony. Because we have now gone from faith to faith. This day, we have went from glory to glory. May we live on the higher level of glory and faith in the name of Jesus. May we not reset. May we not reset when we leave these doors. Let's not reset the clicker to zero, zero, zero again. We've come too far in this service. Come too far in our faith now. Come too far in what we believe. It's going away back now. You come too far. You've done too much. You can't turn back. You come too far and you've done too much. So you can't turn back.
Those of us that's joining us, don't click off without salvation. Jesus, be my peace, be my joy, be my rock in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. You are a part of the Live family. Baby, I love you. I'm coming home right now. Be blessed, Live. I love you so much. Every house is blessed. Every house has joy. Every house has love. Every house has provision. Every house got more money, more love. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Live, the Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.